When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen, the second, and with me as always is... Sesame Encarta. Sesame Encarta. Yes. My good friend Sesame Encarta. Incarnate as well. Yes, I, I'm thinking of changing my, my name to... Plain Bun Britannica. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that? What was the first name? Plain Bun. Oh. Uh, I guess. Because um, I'm thinking of like buns with sesame seeds. You know, I'm trying to... Well, yeah, but my mine's just sesame. It's not oh, sesame okay. fun. Yeah, that's so, true. so you could plain. Okay, I'll plain, be plain, plain Britannica. It's fine. It's not as good as no. It's not. Britannica, I'll just stick but, with Mike. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have any suggestions for a name that I can go by from now on. Just let me know. It's Mike at CullenPark dot com. But you know, then I might have to change my whole website and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be difficult. But anyways, what are we covering today, Matthew? Uh, Fast Fast Times at Ridgemont High, the the TV show. Yeah, it's just called Fast Times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Times. Yes. It's a television show that was a 1986 adaptation of the 1982 film. With only two returning cast members. You had uh, Vincent Scavelli as Mr. Hector Vargas. And you had Ray Walston as Mr. Arnold Hand. Um, all the, there was like all your familiar, you know, characters were back here, though, played by different people, though. Um, it was directed by Amy, Amy Heckerling, who, uh, this, at least the pilot episode was, who directed the movie and Cameron Crowe, who wrote the movie, um, based, he, he, based on his book that he wrote, um, where he actually did go undercover in a high school for Rolling (laughs) Stone magazine. Um, 
It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a consultant on the show. And so, yeah, that's a little bit there. What did you think of this show, Matt? I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't really like it that much. It, it was, I don't know. Like, my whole thing is, like, you can't act like someone else. Like, so you should just try to, like, like, if you're playing the character, you should just play, like, your version of the character and not yeah. try to act like the other actor. Because, like, nobody can really act like Sean Penn in that particular role. So, like, I was kind of... It's no, no offense against the actor. It's just that when you're, like... It's probably not his fault. They probably told him to try to act as much as, you know, Sean Penn would or whatever. So... Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. interesting. He played a very similar character in uh, the movie Summer School. Dean Cameron, the actor who played Spicoli in this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Now I remember that. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now I was wondering... So, so he, it makes me wonder if know. that's just how Dean Cameron was at the time. Yeah, or maybe that's why they making, chose him. And maybe that's why they chose him. Or if he was making, you know, concerted you know, effort to act like... Um, Sean Penn. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was just um, you know, it, it, for one thing, I, I I'm not a huge fan of the movie Fast Times at Richmond yeah, High. I mean, I've seen me it either, I've really. Seen, you know, so <laughs> I've seen it probably you know maybe five or six times, and it's it's okay, but it's not. I was never like like thrilled by it. Like, see, the thing like, is, that movie was like before <laughs> our time, or. Something, yeah. I mean, even though a lot of people that are younger do like it, but it was like, it was 82. Mm -hmm. I was real little. You probably weren't born yet. No, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But like, me and my friend Sean did used to like watch it to like, <clears throat> like mimic some of like the weird high five moves and then do that at school as like a joke to like make yeah. fun of it. Like we, so there was like a certain use to, you know, usefulness to watching the movie. At that mm -hmm. time, at least, and um, but <clears throat> some of the characters are they they're a little bit different. Like for example, Mike Damone is kind of like he wants to be cool, but he's not. Whereas as in the movie, he actually was like the quote cool guy or whatever. Yeah. Like whereas this guy, he like it's like he wishes he was the Mike Damone from the movie. Yeah. But he's not type of thing so they kind of changed that character up a little bit which is fine because i actually did not like the character of mike damone at all from no. the so I, I i actually kind of like this version a little bit better but um i, I would rate it as maybe a c plus that's my rating yeah i mean it it <clears throat> it reminded me so 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 in a way it kind of was like um because of the time period that it takes place, it reminded me a little bit of like Dazed and Confused or um, Freaks and Geeks, even though this came before either one. Yeah, but um, so did so did uh, Fast Times at Richmond High though too. So it was kind of like this whole. It could have been good given some time, maybe, but there was only seven episodes. Didn't really have time to gel i i give it about a c as well um good cast i'll give them that i mean most yeah. of, most of the actors in the cast went on to do other 
like notable things. So there's that, or had done notable things before this. Uh, yeah. So let's get into this. Um, the, uh, pilot episode, just, just to run down the cast here really quick. You have Claudia Wells, who we know is Jennifer number one from the back to the future trilogy. (laughs) She was in back to the future one, um, just a year before this. Um, she plays Linda Barrett. Um, Courtney Thorne Smith, who is also in summer school, um, (laughs) plays, uh, Stacey Hamilton. Um, an actor named James Nadarni uh, plays Brad Hamilton. Dean Cameron, as we've mentioned before, played uh, Jeff Spicoli. Um, Patrick Dempsey plays Mike Damone. Um, we have a new character that's a teacher named uh, Leslie Mellon, played by Kit uh, McDonoghue. Uh, we have, as I mentioned before, uh Two returning characters. We have Mr. Hand and Mr. Vargas from the movie, played by the same actors. We have Jason Hervey in this episode, who would later go on to be on The Wonder Years, uh, playing Curtis Spicoli, Spicoli's younger brother. We have Wallace Langham, um, who went on to be on CSI and have fame there, playing uh, Ratner. So, there we go. That's our main cast. Mm-hmm. Um... Decent cast, decent actors. The writing was kind of lackluster, and it's kind of hard to turn a R-rated teen comedy into a sitcom that's going to air on network television <laughs> in 1986, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, kind of. They did that to a couple other shows, too. I forgot which ones, where it was like, they like made it into like just like family friendly. Yeah, thing just doesn't work. Um, and I mean, the thing is, like taking a, a movie like as we've discovered in other events, like our Uncle Buck, you know, review, right? Where where, where <laughs> you you take a movie and try to or try to turn it into a TV series, it's very rarely ever done well. I mean, I I wasn't a big fan of it, but I'm like Stargate probably did a great job, you know. Um. That yeah, that was that lasted like what like for, eight seasons yeah forever, something. and then so, and then you had like uh you know Mash of course, which is the best example of a movie being adapted into a TV series. Yeah, um, that's but, not it. There wasn't a whole lot of um. Uh, there, no, I think it's a third one that worked. I'm trying to remember um <clears throat> that lasted a while, but I can't um. Oh well, I'm sure there's it. some uh, others out there, but yeah. the, the thing about Mash too, like compared to this show. Where, like you were saying earlier, uh, when you don't try to carbon copy the character and make it your own, the actors on MASH weren't doing a one-for-one recreation of the characters. You know, Alan Alda's version of Hawkeye was a lot different than Donald Sutherland's. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, um, which I think is what had it, you know what it had going for it because it was able to, you know, differentiate itself from the movie and create its own style. Whereas this show was kind of trying to be the, be the movie, but also try to be a network television show at the same time. Right. Right. So it's, yeah, it's just, um, you know, 
people try things. You know, the same thing with the Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah, that was um, another one, yeah, that we covered. We should return to that sometime and watch a few more episodes of that. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> um, anyways, um, this, uh, this episode, uh, we have, as far as the plot goes, we've got a very simple plot, really. Um, Brad likes Linda, as he did in the movie. Um, Linda was paid, played by Phoebe Cates in the movie, and Brad was played by Judge Reinhold. So, um, if you guys don't remember, um, Linda, who as a rule doesn't date high school boys, ends up agreeing to go out with Brad, but only if it's like on the DL and nobody finds out. Yeah, so that's nice. That's our like A plot. Yeah. Yeah, and Brad works at a different a different uh, fast food joint in this than in the movie. It's like a made up one for the TV series. Yeah, it's not all American Burger. Yeah, it's called it, in the movie, Burger. all American Burger was an actual <laughs> restaurant in the world at that time, so that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. The actual location mm-hmm. I, I found out just randomly trying to figure out what the name trying to remember the name of the restaurant. That it's a it's a um coffee bean and tea leaf uh um cafe now. Hmm. That building got turned into <laughs> that out in California. So, um, so if you want to visit it, you're not going to find a burger joint. You're going to find a a coffee place. Um, so the uh, um, I don't know what what uh oh yeah we hit, we had a B plot too where um, Mr. Hand bets the new teacher. Miss Mellon, that Spicoli will screw up his class presentation for her class. Bets her a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was our plot, basically. That's pretty much it. I mean, that was literally it. Um, yeah. You know, he, you know, he doesn't, you know, he never shows up on time. He, he goes to, like, the wrong, like, he thought for some reason that the the teacher's lounge was the bathroom, which I'm not sure how anyone would make, you know, make that mistake, but okay. And then, um, I guess he, cause he's supposed to be high, but he never, he didn't, never looked high or never talked like he was high. So is he just that like spacey that he just thinks the teacher's lounge is like the bathroom. Like, okay. And like, he always shows up at like comedic moments, like, Right after they made the bet, he shows up like, "Oh, I didn't know. So I know, I know your Facebook friends with the guy." So it's kind of hard to, well, no, to talk. Yeah, about it's fine. I am honestly. Facebook friends with Dean Cameron, but okay. I'm sure this isn't at the top of the list of movies and TV shows that he's been in. Okay, it's like it, whenever you tell me something like that, it's like I feel like you can't oh, I really couldn't go. I mean, the thing is, and the chances <laughs> of Dean Cameron actually listening to our podcast, I don't know. I mean, maybe he will. Okay. But I would well, like to. I, mean, I would like no, to have no him. Offense. I would like to have him yeah. on the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. So, no offense, but like, you know, my my quote job here, which that's that's you know in quotation marks, um, is you know to be honest, you know. So it's hard when yeah, Mike but, goes, "Oh, I don't, I'm Facebook friends with every single person in the world who's <laughs> ever any movie ever." And by the way, we're gonna go 
all in and making fun of this show and i'm like oh okay well i don't know what to say now because <laughs> yeah i feel no, it's yeah <laughs> i don't think we should have any boundaries here because i mean the thing is with it it's criticism is a <clears throat> is an art itself so and i mean the thing is is this is something that was made you know 40 almost 40 years ago so you know that's true, that's true. Yeah. all right so anyway so so yeah so I, I, it's okay so apparently it's like the the like statue of limitations of like a crime type of thing so like it's okay to make fun of i guess you know what i mean like like uh-huh. thir- you know 37 years have like you know gone by so it's like so anyway so he, he like shows up and he's like oh, i didn't know this was not the bathroom is. I don't know, something like that. And like Mr. Ham like <laughs> looks over like, uh-huh, you see, like you're gonna you're gonna lose this bet, you know, type of thing. Cause like Mr. Han's like the straight man, you know, in this in this uh show and movie. And uh and Spicoli he's, just he's continues the to, to everybody else's Costello. Yeah. And Spicoli just continues to do really weird things throughout the show that are supposed to be funny like reminiscent of the movie but they're not because again you can't you know you can't capture lightning and i and i I wouldn't consider fast times at richmond high to be lightning but you know a a, a sparkle i guess can't can't capture a sparkle but because i think in the movie at one point he was like using like the ketchup and mustard stuff to like put on like a burger i don't know so like they have to have a scene, of course, where he's outside eating lunch at school, or he's like putting like a bunch of like jam on something. He's like, "Oh, you get it." Well, in the movie, he had ketchup and mustard, and that was funny, right? So we're gonna have him outside the quad or whatever at school, putting stuff on his food because that was funny, right? And and we're making a TV show after after the movie, and it was funny, right? So it's gonna be funny again. Right and uh, no, it wasn't funny. It was stupid. But um, anyway, so um, so he goes around surfing, skateboarding, whatever he does with this time instead of school because you know he's he's literally too cool for school, which is such a stupid attitude to have. Okay, are you sure? Because I mean, I think that being too cool for school is like the coolest man. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's so cool. That, like, you know, it hurts your chances of finding, like, a good-paying job and, you know, keeps you in poverty. And then poverty sucks because that, like, not only, like, limits your physical health, but also, like, affects your mental health in a really bad way. So, yeah, you know, you know, it's it's all cool to go to the beach every day and surf and, like, oh, man, I don't care about anything. You literally even said, and I quote, it doesn't matter you can flunk me because his teacher, the one that actually cares about him. Yeah. I don't think he really cared about the $1 bet to be honest. It's not that no, much. She funny. just cared. She um, cared about trying to, you know, actually motivate or help a student. Yeah. Well, yeah. So she actually, cause, cause she could see the potential. Cause that's the thing. See, Spicoli actually does have a lot of good qualities. He's very charming, very good speaker. He's very good of of talking off the cuff it's a very valuable trait to have uh to be able to just speak like without any yeah. kind of preparation not everyone can do that that's that's a talent right there so he, he's got 
I mean, even though he's kind of he, like he actually a, does have some pretty good quality. Even though he's kind of like a stoner character, he's kind of like a Zach Morris. Uh, yeah, like a more adult version. Yeah, yeah but uh, Zach, Zach was actually uh, really yeah. smart. But at first, he didn't want to be smart. He would actually use his smarts to get out of things, <clears throat> or to make money, easy, yeah. fast money, doing doing illegal <laughs> activities illegal, such as like you know so, so, selling uh, scantily clad. Uh, 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 calendars of his friends uh, who, who are minors yeah um yeah <laughs> who are underage yes uh that was um that wasn't such a smart move on his part no. but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but you know it's zach morris you know so yeah um to, to be fair i think he was a minor at the time though so i guess there may be some kind of legal room. i don't no, know actually it's I, um actually not like i go around researching like you know actually I, saw, I i read a report I know it's now though, but you know, or at least a few years ago, there was there's there's a thing where, like, if uh, say there's two students in in like that are minors, mm-hmm. and they're friends, and like say one of them sends a naked picture <clears throat> to their boyfriend or girlfriend, that's technically considered child pornography. Okay, so no matter so, what, so no matter gotcha. what, that person can <laughs> still get in trouble, and their parents would probably get in <clears throat> trouble too. I mean, that that makes sense though because. You know, like that—that that could go around, like it, you know, immediately yeah. through just, just, I mean, just from sending it to oh, yeah. someone else, or or if someone else happens to find the phone, like if it gets mm-hmm. lost or stolen or whatever. So I can understand that that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. This is before that. This was just Zach Morris being an idiot. Yeah, but um, but Spicoli is kind of like the adult version, or like the more like edgy, edgy version of Zach Morris, yeah. kind of, and um. And so she actually follows him to the beach because she knows he likes to hang out there and go surfing every morning. So we had another B plot, maybe it's like a C plot, where just like in the movie, he never shows up to class on time, and that's yeah. Mr. Hand's like only rule is to show up on time. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind and, of like a it was kind of like a B plus plot plot or something like that because it was kind of like part of the B plot. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Else, yeah. I'll. I, 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 you know, yeah, I'll grant you that, good sir. Oh, no, thank no, you, sir. Not thank like you. I, have, I appreciate not, not like I have the, the power to grant <laughs> things. But um, but anyway, so <clears throat> she she because he doesn't he doesn't show up on time. So then, Mister Hand, you know, calls on him, basically makes him explain himself in front of the class. And like I said, this is one of his abilities to just sort of speak off the cuff. So he comes comes to this really weird argument about how he always goes surfing before school and. The, the waves only come at like a certain time or whatever so like he has to like rush really fast from the beach to the school and that like takes an extra 20 minutes so from his perspective he's actually trying harder to get to school on time than the other students because they're just coming straight from home whereas he's coming from the beach i'm like Okay, that's a really weird convoluted argument. All right, and then Mr. Hand's like, "Oh, that this is assuming that your argument that you need to go surfing in the morning before school is like an actual necessity." And he's like, oh, "I'm glad you see my point of view," or what? I don't know, whatever. And I'm like, and then like Mr. Hand does like his whole like exasperated like, "What? I can never get through to Macaulay," you know, type of thing. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun talking about this, so that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I I am too. It's like a 
it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, it's it's kind of like when we uh, we covered that Bill and Ted TV series, <laughs> where it's weird to watch the people trying to be these characters from a movie. And plus, that had a really weird element too, where like it was like a comic strip that came to life yeah, or that something. Episode and, was uh, yeah. <laughs> That, that was actually pretty decent. I've seen every I, I episode watched. of that show, actually. I haven't seen every episode of uh, Fast Times, and I don't know if I want to. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the other thing, too. So, like, <clears throat> YouTube, like, has, like, a pretty lax policy when it comes to, like, really old videos like this. Like, they're really heavy-handed on, like, copyright material, but they're, they're, for whatever reason, they're okay with people, like, uploading, like, old pilots. This... Couldn't even get on YouTube. It had no, to be on Daily. It's Motion. on Daily Motion or whatever. Yeah, if you'd like, like to watch it, Motion. let us know. We'll give you a link. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Daily Motion was basically kind of like a YouTube mock-up. I don't know which came first, probably YouTube. Yeah, but Daily Motion could never quite um get up. I mean, it's still there, obviously, but like could never quite. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time where I think they were almost tied because Daily Motion has a has a laxer policy i think when it comes to uploads and youtube does probably because they don't make as much money so they don't give yeah. a shit you know but um but yeah we couldn't even find this on youtube we had to go on daily motion which i i've hardly i think the last video i saw on daily motion was like a movie for free that i couldn't find on youtube so again same kind of ho- yeah. same kind of thing um so if you want the really weird stuff that you can't find on youtube just go with daily motion i think that'd be really you, happy you, you have happy. a better chance of finding it there um, do you yeah. want to take a break right here now, Matt? Yeah, sure, we'll take a break. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a break, and we'll come right back, and we'll talk more about this fun episode. Yeah. No Outlet Live. Hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live, one word, in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. And we are back. Okay, so... What else happens at the end of this plot here, Matt? Um, so, the teacher, she goes, finds Spicoli in the beach, and basically, like, asks him to do a good presentation for her, because her reputation's on the line, sort of. So he, you know, he decides to, like, do, do that salad for her, man. You know, and then also during the B-plot or C-plot, whatever, um, um, Linda and, um, What's his name? Adam or is it? Uh, oh, Brad. Yeah, they. Go <coughs> on their Brad date. What's that? Yeah, they go on their date, which you know, kind of turns out weird because they took she took him because you know, she didn't want anyone knowing about the date, so they went to see a movie marathon about Yugoslavian war films, prison films, is, prison sorry, prison films. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, even better. It's interesting that we watched this because now we got stuff going on in Eastern Europe, so that's like a weird kind of coinkedink right there. But um, and uh, and then they they're gonna go to like a cheap burger place, but then like the guy who works there knows Brad, so then 
she realizes that everyone knows about the date that, you know that no no one's supposed to know about so then she you know basically just wants to bail on him and he he's like he remember one of his friends said something about like oh humor you know gives you like 90 percent there or whatever so then because she kind of said something about his like car like and called it like an old car or something like that so then he goes into this whole like shtick about like you gotta apologize to my car you know it took you everywhere you wanted to go and leisure and and comfort and all this kind of stuff so then you know she thought that was cute so then she apologized to the car and then she got back in the car to listen to music and then they're like oh what should we do now and then he's like i don't know and then she's like what are you gonna tell people and he's like oh it depends on what we do and then then they fade away so no one knows what happens they probably kissed her and then um and maybe and then Maybe. Or maybe they were abducted by aliens. We will never that, know. That could have happened too, because we didn't see them afterwards. No. They, were, they were not in the show after that. So um so that, that very well could have happened. But um because <laughs> they were like, you know, like secluded. That's where all the abducts you ever notice abductions always happen in secluded areas. It never happened like in the city. It's always like in the woods or like where no one else can prove it or testify. I've recently moved to a it. smaller city, so now I'm worried. <clears throat> well, you, you might might just wanna watch your back here and there if you hear some weird laser sounds or whatever. Yes. Uh, it might just be me with like my radio playing laser sounds or whatever. But like um please don't <clears throat> but I won't. I won't. <laughs> but um so then that happens. They probably have sex or whatever. I don't know. And then um and then um the teacher, um I forgot her name, she's waiting for Spicoli to show up. He's late as usual. Which is weird because I thought like schools normally have like a detention thing where like or you get written up if you're late. So because that happened to me, I was always late to class. Yeah, all you, the you time. get in trouble for that. You know, you get a detention. Yeah. You get a, there's an attendance policy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like a bad student or like a like yeah. a like I wasn't like Spicoli like being late, thinking it was like cool to be late. I was just always late all the time. So like I did have to serve detention a few times just for being late, literally, like, just five minutes. But like I missed four days of school in high school. What's that? I only missed four days of school in high school. <clears throat> that's insane, man. <laughs> that's absolutely insane. Um, that's, wow. Um, I missed, probably missed months, actually. Well, then maybe not months, but, like, uh, I, anyway, it's not about me. It's yeah. about Spicoli. But, um, <laughs> so Spicoli shows up late, as per usual, and then Mr. Hand's in the classroom. And then, of course, Bacoli's like, Oh, Mr. Hand, I, I didn't know you were in this class, too. <laughs> you know, doing a stupid stoner act or whatever. I'm so sorry yes. to your friend. I don't mean to. And then, um, and then you know, Mr. Hand, like, does is like, Oh, Spicoli, like, get your head in the game, you know, type of thing. Look on his face. You know, that's like his, his, that's his shtick or whatever. And then Spicoli just like does this rando presentation where he's got his younger brother as like his his like subject or whatever, like a like a fashion thing. He's like, check out this haircut, and it, we bleached this part right here or, or whatever, and it used to have a tail at the end of his hair, but the bleach cut that off or. And then he's like, and as you can see, the shirts that he's wearing, they they go down this length as far as possible. Or I don't know what he's talking about. Something. And he's like, wait a minute. 
those are my shorts. I didn't say you could wear that. I don't know. They get some stupid banter going on. And then, and like, Mr. Hand's like, he's like, yeah, this is really interesting. Like, really? Do you actually think, come on, like, you're actually falling for this bullshit, Mr. Hand? Really? Okay. And then, um, and then, he, you know, like, his, his brother does, like, these cool skateboard tricks, because, of course, it's 1986. You have to have cool skateboard tricks. I mean, you know, would it be 1986 if there weren't cool skateboard tricks? I don't think so. I no, think we'd be living all. in, like, I think we'd be living in the alternate timeline if that were the case. So, of course, he does, like, the cool thing where he jumps off the desk and does the whole flip or whatever. They have names for these things. I don't know. And then, and then, of course, he's like, and you see these shoes, blah, blah, special shoes. Always leave them untied. I'm like, okay, it's the dumbest idea ever. Why would you leave your shoes untied? Like, the entire point of shoes is to have them tied. Like, that's, like, their number one function. And, and I always find it funny, at that time, skaters all wore high tops, like he was pointing out to the <clears> fact. But then later on, kind of vans became more popular, which were more lower top. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, don't it's know. just stupid. Anyways, and then, so... <laughs> So then, like, he does his presentation, everyone's like, yes, Macaulay! <laughs> you know, and, like, like even one of the kids, like, was, like, mouthing, like, the phrase he was about to say, because I guess he, like, worshipped him. He's like, say the phrase, say the phrase. Like, yeah, I'm going to say it along with you, because I love you, I love you so much, Macaulay. Would you please be my partner, you know, type of thing. I don't know. That's just my fan, my fandom going on right there, my, my, um, my shipping right there of those two characters, the one who has no line throughout the entire episode. And it's Macaulay. But then the teacher's like, all right, well, what's the, what's the message of, of um, your presentation? He's like, message, you know, doing his whole Spicoli thing. He's like, yeah, you know, getting all nervous. Like, yeah, um, all of our presentations, they have a message at the end of like what it's about. And he's like, uh, kids today, they're scary, man. I'm like, uh, okay, like what? And then, of course, uh, appealed to Mister Hand. Um, and then, yeah, he thought that was the most brilliant thing. See, what I think is happening going on. See, I think there's like an abusive relationship going on, where I think Spicoli is emotionally abusive to Mister Hand because, like, so Mister Hand has like a very like like tough exterior, <clears throat> but he's ultimately a pushover because you notice he always just lets him be late all the time, even though he gets mad at him. I think Spicoli knows that about Mr. Hand, so he's, like, playing him constantly. It's kind of narcissistic if you think about it. So, like, I'm actually kind of changing my view of Spicoli a little bit right now because there's a darker side to his charm where he's basically just manipulating Mr. Hand all the time. There's like, a horror even, movie in there somewhere. There is. There is. He's convinced him that his bullshit presentation that, let's be honest, he probably came up with, like, on the, the way to school and just took his younger brother. By the way, What's that all about? Doesn't the younger brother have to go to school too? These make his brother just like call off school sick or something. Maybe he kidnapped him. So he him. can do his presentation. That's that's weird right there. Mm-hmm. Um and then Mr. Hand goes goes along with it, starts clapping because he doesn't know he's no dude. He's like, like, yes, I wait, why am I clapping for Spicoli? He abuses me. I don't know what I'm doing, you know. And then there there it is. It's the horror movie. It's called Mr. Hand, because at the end of it, he cuts off his hand. And um, and I don't know why, but that's just part of it. And then um, um, then we have the I've had no, <laughs> I've had no caffeine today at all. I have no idea why I'm so wired. Um, so uh, do you want to hear some, a little bit of trivia here really quick? And then... Uh, yeah, please, please stop me. Yes, um, okay. So 
The Fast Times show debuted on CBS as a mid-season replacement on March 5th of 1986. The show only lasted seven episodes. Cameron Crowe, as we said before, was a creative consultant on the show. Um, and was on set during the filming of the pilot. So, that's that. Uh, the theme song heard during the opening credits called Fast Times was written by Danny Elfman and performed by his band Oingo Boingo. <laughs> Wow. Yes, that Danny Elfman. Um, The series was not shot at Van Nuys High School like the original film was. Um, A closed high school in Glendale, California was used. All of the major characters from the film were also in the series, but only actors Ray Walston and Vincent Scavelli reprised their roles from the film. The TV series, however, introduces the new character... Not in the film. This character is Miss Leslie Mellon, a touchy-feeling teacher who is the exact opposite of the hard-boiled, no-nonsense Mr. Hand. While not represented in the film, this character is very similar to Mrs. George in Cameron Crowe's original book that the movie was based on. An unused script that was never filmed had Spicoli convinced that Mr. Hand is the devil after he watched Damn Yankees on TV, which featured actor Ray Walston as a singing Satan. Whoa. <clears throat> Episode 5 was co-written and directed by Amy Heckerling. Um, Moon Zappa appears as Linda and Stacy's friend, Barbara. Jason Hervey of The Wonder Years plays Spicoli's little brother, Curtis. Mm-hmm. And that's all the trivia here. Um, so... User reviews here, buddy, <laughs> from uh, the Internet Movie Database that we've culled from there. Um, here's one from Sarge Bree, written on April 20th of 2005. He says, why? <clears throat> the short-lived series was a lame attempt at trying to make money off the classic film. The cast of this show never lived up to the standard of the original cast set with the film. In fact, Dean Cameron's portrayal of Spicoli never came anywhere close to the standard Sean Penn set. The only saving grace of this show was the fact that Ray Walston came aboard to play Mr. Hand. At least he brought a little bit of the charm that made his wickedly funny performance one of the highlights of the film. The same can be said of Vincent Scavelli as Mr. Vargas. Unfortunately, this show isn't one-tenth as funny or relevant as the film that inspired it. <laughs> um, so another one, and, and that was uh, no stars at all. I don't know if they just didn't have the star system when they wrote that or what. Um, here's one from April 22nd of 2021, written by Shooter Steve. It's a 3 out of 10. God awful. The casting in this is atrocious. One of the things that made the movie so great was the casting and the chemistry the cast had. This cast has zero chemistry. It's a wonder it even lasted seven episodes. Um, Pretty much all of the reviews are bad. So that's what we're going to go with for now. Yeah. I'm still going to give it a C+. Um, yeah, I'll give it a C+, too. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that's a... That's about all we, uh, all I have to say on this matter. Um, 
If you know of any other bad sitcoms you'd like us to review, please let us know. Mike at CullenPark.com. Um, any other final thoughts here, Matt? Um, the name is Sesame. I'm sorry. I meant Sesame. <clears throat> it's it's, it's going to take me. I mean, I've, I've known you for going on 20 years, and you've always been Matt. <clears throat> That's true. Um, yes, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've already said everything I was going to yeah, say. I me was too. going off on a tangent. Um, and a... So, yeah. <clears throat> um, it, yeah. I mean, if, if you're looking for a, a good high school, you know, TV show, watch like even Ferris Bueller, watch Fast Times. Fast Times is not good. Watch Freaks and Geeks. Watch My So-Called Life. Watch, uh, um, AP Bio, watch. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, watch. Uh, <laughs> watch even watch one. Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero. I mean, they're they're all better than this shit. And um, so, <laughs> the, uh, um. Anyways, um, if you'd like to, you know, keep up with us, you can uh, check us out on Facebook. Um, check us out on the uh, the twits and the and the talks. And the Grams. Keep up with keeping up with the Encartas. Yes, we could do like the a, Yes, we could do like a reality-based show. You know, as like an addition to the podcast, and just like yes, if you'd like us to do that on YouTube, please go to our Patreon and give us money. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be as interesting because we don't have like millions of dollars or whatever to like go to places and and like do things, but like. It could just be us just, like, eating noodles or, like... Going to Wendy's or something. Or and, something. <laughs> keeping up with the Encardas. Yeah. So, um, anyways, also, um, you know, go to our tea Public. We got t-shirts there. Um, by the time this uh, airs, we might have uh, links in our show notes. You can get some Cullen Park t-shirts, too, where uh, we get 10 bucks off of each one sold. Um, so, that'd be cool. Yep. Um, also, uh, you know, be good to each other, people. Um, wear a mask, wear a condom. Yeah. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.